Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, December 13th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolcher. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we'll look at some readings for Advent, but before we do that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you that in your coming into the world, we know God better. We know that God is a God who reaches out and touches us in our lives, that we are met where we are at. May we find hope and not fear in your presence. May we find redemption and not condemnation. God, as we read your word and discuss it, may we find something new about you this very day. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks be to God. Tara, outside of the birth of our Lord and Savior, what are you most looking forward to in the upcoming Christmas holiday? I think I have a new favorite thing, which was actually one of the only benefits of the COVID quarantine time, which is I'm looking forward to just having the girls home Mm -hmm. and us there with the dogs. And, you know, Hanny's boyfriend will come over or some of Ryan's friends. But just like for me, it's like everyone in the nest. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. What about you? Um, 
what I look forward to just about every Christmas season is, as you know, I love to sit in darkness in my um, in my office. <laughs> because you are an 80-year-old man Because I'm an 80-year-old man. But I just really like soft lighting. And that's all the Christmas season is. It's like, it's like it's dark all the time. And we use like Christmas lights and lamps. And I just, it just makes me happy to be in our home, in our living room with like one or two lamps on and the Christmas tree illuminated. That just, it's just the, it makes me feel so good. That's awesome. Yeah. Whereas I'm the same person who had Brian change bulbs, not because they were out, but because they were just too dim for me. (laughs) Really? (laughs) <laughs> Send those my way, Brian. <laughs> That's right. But to our to our scripture, there's this repetition of the question of of what should we do uh, that that both the crowd and the tax collectors are asking John. What do you make of the fact that we have this repeated question in our text? First, there is always an element of biblical hermeneutics or interpretation that says if something is repeated you should pay good attention to it Mm -hmm. and that actual phrasing of what should we do is really important the question is asked first of all because john is telling them that something is happening Hmm. something is happening Um, and he's telling them that in order to prepare themselves for whatever this might be that they should turn from their sins Um, And they say, well, then what should we do? And so he tells them how to live their lives, knowing that the miracle of the Messiah is coming into the world. And the first one is about how to take care of others, right? If you have two coats, share one. If you have extra food, share it. Um, It's interesting because the second one is about really um, money and greed, which is lay aside the greed If you are a tax collector, take only what you are supposed to and don't extort people. Um, And then the last one is also about, you know, money in a sense. But I think it's also about how we use might in the world. Um, What do we do? The soldiers ask. And the answer is, you know, just do what your, you know, your job and don't rely on all your extra might or force to do things. Um, That may be reading a little bit much into those three situations, but I do think the question for the people in this passage and for us as followers of Christ in Advent is, if we believe Christ came into the world, if we believe Christ will come into the world again, if we believe that Christ is with us now, the question should always be, what should we do? You know, it's it's I I, I really loved your question because it really forced me to look at these uh, these three sections as you talked about. We have the crowds, tax collectors, soldier, soldiers, in, in a way I hadn't really because usually you know we're focusing on on that first section where John talks the to the crowds, the brood of vipers, or we talk about the end and the burn with the unquenchable fire, or kind of the usual highlights of of this text, and and we miss what's happening in the middle, but. It is this holistic picture of of what are we to do, and I think so often of um, man, what what a human question that is when we're convicted by something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think about and, and just and feeling loss in response to it. Of we we've had this, you know, where you read a book about you know some of the injustices in our in our systems of government or uh, racial injustices, and we you just think what are we to do? Uh, you know, you're just kind of in that lostness. Um, and I love John's response. Uh, and as you pointed out to the whole crowds, he says, you know, 
care for your neighbor. This is a, that's essentially what this is saying is is love your neighbor uh, where there where you have plenty and they lack. You know, uh, distribute that um, to to care for them in a way uh, where there is emptiness. Help to fill that. And then as he moves on to the tax collectors and the soldiers, you know, when we think about um, you know tax collectors were just horrible people i mean it was they were they were collecting tax they were it'd be like you know if if the u.s was conquered uh, so these are jewish people who have been conquered by this imperial government and now they're working for the imperial government collecting taxes and collecting extra money just skimming some off the top because they can uh and so you'd think it'd be like don't do that job uh but that's not what he says is you know i think john is pointing to the fact that same thing with soldiers that a lot of these people don't actually have a choice in being soldiers and so it's saying do your job but in the power in this powerful position that you've been placed in don't use it to um to oppress others don't do it essentially do it with a the spirit of gentleness um and but also you know (laughs) it is do your job (laughs) there is a, a call to do that as well You know, that's interesting. And one of the things that I brought out of the text in preaching, the text right before this, which is that the Bible is always aware of the particularity of a certain time. Yeah. You don't get to just not be involved with the Roman Empire. Not an option. Mm -hmm. Um, And so John acknowledges that this is the way life is. But what you can control, which is your ethics within that situation, that's what matters. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we forget, you know, our faith is definitely about our relationship with our Lord and Savior, but it's also an ethic. There should be Christian ethics. And Christian ethics look to care for the other person. They look to do things, I think, really with as little harm for others as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do think that the tax collector, by nature of working on behalf of empire, and the soldier, by nature of empire and strength they are the people who have the ability to abuse others Mm -hmm. and he's saying don't do it make sure that you don't do it and there's a really subversive um opportunity there uh that in working for empire they have an opportunity to model a new way of doing things right of of if if john is asking them not to do these things it means they're being done by everyone right and so to not do that provides a countercultural look at what does it mean to do this job and to think about that in our lives today is you know there are there are systems within our capitalistic system that really hurt people uh there's no doubt about it we're in it though there's you can't separate yourself from how our economy works but you know but but if we take this and apply it to our lives jesus is saying you know how can you exist in that system that you like don't take advantage of people how can you do that in a way that you don't abuse your workers, that you provide a safe environment for them to exist and to participate, that they are able to live uh, in in this world. And so... um, There's a long line of Old Testament folk who lived with an ethic that honored God in difficult situations, right? So Joseph with Pharaoh, Mm -hmm. Daniel... um, and all there are just lots of people who were like, I am in this situation that I never thought I'd be in, and yet I honor God in it anyway. And I think that's what John is asking. 
I always have to laugh at John, though, right? Because he starts out by calling them a brood of vipers. He ends by telling them that there will be unquenchable fire. And then the last line is, and he, he proclaimed, proclaimed the, the good, good news, news to people. I'm like, hold the phone. And, and, and we know that that word good news is gospel. He proclaimed the gospel yeah. to people. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, you know, I do believe in um, an accounting of what I've done mm-hmm. with my life and my resources. I believe in judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there will be elements of my life that facing them honestly will feel like an unquenchable fire. But I also, more than anything else, believe in the love of grace and God. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there's your good news. <laughs> unquenchable fire and a bunch of vipers. But and God's grace. Nailed and it. God's <laughs> grace. Oh, yeah. By the way, by the by, <laughs> we will end today with a quote from Albert Einstein, who said, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Hmm. And if it's a miracle, it is of God. Hmm. Thank you all for being with us. We will be back again on Wednesday. If you are looking for a place to worship on Christmas Eve, you can come to either of our services at 5 and 7 p.m. on Christmas Eve, or you can join us online at fpchsv.org, and we will be live streaming the 5 p.m. service. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.